When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rufus du Sol. I like it. Rufus, Rufus du Sol. <laughs> it's like half French, half like German. I don't even know. Uh, Sol would be Latin, sun. Oh, or it could be French, though. Yeah, I get, yeah, you could, du, yeah. du is like French. Du Sol. Du Sol. Du Sol. Rufus du Sol. Pretty, and these guys, I think, are Australian. Oh, the are they? It's called No Place. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. This is a Bundus choice. This just uh, something you fell upon, stumbled upon? Um, first, I heard these guys actually in Miami. It was the first time I heard uh, one of their tracks. Um, and then I just really got into their, their musical library. And uh, they did this awesome, at the beginning of the pandemic, when everything was like locked down, they did this amazing live performance that they filmed in the Joshua Desert. Oh, cool. Mm. And just as the sun was kind of setting and they had this whole light show that kind of went off behind them as the sun went down, this epic like hour and a bit set, just the three of them, you know, in the desert. But it was so enthralling to watch. Mm. If you're bored, pull that up on YouTube. So when you discover this song, are you at a club in Miami and then you're like, this is awesome. And then you pull out Shazam. Like, how would you have yeah. uh, figured out who it was? You gotta uh, feel like a bit of an idiot you go when to you the pull DJ out Shazam. And you're like, uh, hi, I uh, really enjoy the music you're playing. Uh, could you tell me who played that last jam? I'd like to download it. Uh, I need it for my playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have done that in the past. Uh, but on this particular occasion, I was at uh, Salt Bay's restaurant. This was uh, oh, your like huge tomahawk steak night with that cost you like a couple grand. Yes, uh, I can never pronounce it. Nurse, nurse. Oh yeah, nurse. 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 If you can't, if you're not cool enough to pronounce it, you shouldn't be there. Probably not. Yeah, but yeah, like before we actually sat down at our table, like we kind of just you know got to the restaurant. There's like an outdoor cabana like lounge where you can smoke and drink. Uh, before you actually go into the restaurant and sit down. And the music was playing. We were just sitting out there having a smoke, and this was on. I pulled up the phone, hit the Shazam. Yeah. Nice. Isn't that great to be able to do that? 
that's such great technology. But I actually hate it when people do it at the bar, when I've like crafted a playlist and I see someone just sitting there shazamming everything. I'm like, I put work into that, man. What, you want them to not find that song unless they're at your bar? Yes. Oh, you're so funny. Drives me nuts. Yeah, how did you find that song? You found it on another playlist and discovered it. Yeah, Yeah. I put the work work in. It wasn't like you went to some nightclub and you were searching for talent and then you found all these people (laughs) and then you found the recordings. Bundus flew to Miami to find his song. There's work (laughs) involved there. I don't like people just sitting there like a stump on a log stealing wait, songs. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Was it not the other day you were saying how you were out for a little cruise and then upon stopping at a red light, you heard somebody pull up beside you playing a little Boris Britschka yes. and you were Thank hanging you. out the window. Thank you yes. for remembering Shazamming. Boris. Shazamming it. I'll just have you assholes know that I do not even have Shazam on my phone. I, I happen to be using my husband's phone. Oh, he has Shazam. He has Shazam. I will not download that app because I think you have to put work into finding your oh, songs. You are starting to sound like an asshole. <laughs> Comments like that. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Uh, you know, on our show today, we were uh, talking about how many dates it takes before you know whether the person's right for you. Mm. And uh, the average was, for most people, it's like if, if if you're giving someone three dates, that should be enough information to make your decision. If you're, if you're making your decision before three dates, you might be a little premature. And if you're going longer, then maybe it's actually working, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you should know by three dates. I was thinking, though... And I've been out of the dating world a long time. My wife and I met when I was like five, it seems like, a hundred years ago. But Bundes is the person who's been most recently out on the dating scene. When you're out on a date with a woman, can are there things that you can see right out of the gate, date one, that you know, oh, this is never going to work? Like maybe you met them at a bar, they're cute, you had a little chat, you exchanged numbers, you ask her out, you actually go out now. Yeah, Um there's lots of little things like, you know, if you, if from, from moment one, like when you pick her up, let's say you're going old school and you're actually driving to her place to pick her up instead of meeting her. And you love old school, right? Like I that's your school. preference. You want to pick her up. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, and you know, like she's got ample warning of the time that you're supposed to be there mm-hmm. and you know, you send her that text. I'll be there in like, you know, 10 minutes. I'm like, you know, whatever, this far away. And still, you show up, and you got to wait another 20 minutes before she comes Ooh. down. That's already a bad sign to start yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 How no, often no, would that no. happen on your old uh, school, like, old-timey Bundes dates? It's happened uh, a few times. It's not like the, you know, you might wait five minutes or something like that. That's fine. But I'm talking, like, the the abundant, like, 50. Oh, they, like, they just got out of the shower. Their makeup's not oh, right. You know, they're changing that. outfits. Yeah. On the first day, it's not, like, setting the right tone. Do you think that they ever do that on purpose? Like, I'm just curious. I don't know. Like, I would never do that to somebody. But do you think high-maintenance biatches <laughs> might do that because they want you to wait for them? No, oh, well, yeah, they, yeah. It's quite possible. You know possible. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite possible. That's make a dick you, move, though. I'm going to make you wait. Yeah, and we should point out, Bundus also is like, when I say he's old school, through and through, you want to meet people at bars, you want to get numbers, you want to have dates. You're, you're not on Tinder, you're not on Bumble, yeah. any of that. I don't so. I don't DM anybody on yeah. Instagram or anything like that. Everything I do is in person. Like, I need to feel that that 
person to person kind of connection to know if there's anything there or to mm. even spark my interest. Like, okay, so day one, she's 20 minutes late. Right away, you're like, this is probably not going to work out. Also, I should, I could even backtrack a little further. When you're texting and you're getting to the point of setting up that date, if she has to cancel the date like three or four times, that's also a bad sign. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like maybe once something came up, oh, let's reschedule. But if it's like come the day you're supposed to be on the date and then an hour or two hours before you're not getting confirmation, that's another bad sign. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done the whole, uh, you know what, she's like, look, can we reschedule? And you say, don't bother. And you just ghost her? Yeah. 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 That, that'd be the move. Yeah, you got to keep some of your pride, right? Because sometimes these girls are just, um, they don't really care to actually meet up with you. They just like having someone boost their confidence throughout the day via text messages. Is there a name for that? The kind of person that does that? I'm sure there is. I don't know what the dating term would actually be, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's got to be one. I swear Maura actually mentioned it on one of her lists, you know, that we've done on the radio show before. Mm. That people would just string people along just to feel wanted. Yeah. Even with no intent of actually following through on any of it. The horror. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The biggest thing, though, um, probably on a date is, like, how glued to the phone they are. Like, if if one thing you can tell right away is, like, if they put the phone on the table, Mm -hmm. that's a good indication of that it's pretty important to them. What about face-down phone? Face down is better than face up because at least if it's face down, um, you won't you won't look at what's on the screen if it goes off or vibrates or whatever. Yeah, it's preferable to keep your phone in, a, in your jacket or your purse or like yeah. not, you know. Is that your move? Yeah, I don't bring out my phone. I wouldn't bring out my phone. Well, you don't want to bring out your phone because of your screensaver. That's true. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shy about shit like that. <laughs> I if I saw that, I'd be like, oh damn. Yeah, that would I'd be, be like, like, uh, first, like so, so for Mona, first date, you're out with a guy and he's got porn as his uh essentially his wallpaper. Like, you're like, oh shit. It's this not guy's porn. not gonna like my body. But it's like some girl has got a perfect body arched over, right? Yeah. If if it's the same picture as it was before. It's, yeah. yeah, she's uh sitting on the face of a huge teddy bear. And she's in no, she's naked, but she has like a like a one of those face masks on. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice the face mask. (laughs) I was like, whoa, look at that body. So that red flag for Mora, but Bundes doesn't care. But your phone isn't out, so it's not even going to be a factor. Not an issue. Um, And then generally it's the conversation. Like it's... Uh, if, if she took a picture with her phone of the meal, if you were out for dinner. Yeah, that would throw me off big time. Uh, it would. What if it was like a really nice meal? I don't know. Come and back she's... on your own on another time. Like, <laughs> Okay, so you don't want said, the phone out at all. What if she said it? It's like, oh, I hate to do this. Would you mind if I took a picture of this? It's like, I love I love uh, just mem- remembering like the meals I've had at great restaurants and I'm really having a fun night. <laughs> if she said it like that if she said it like that that was cute like sure go ahead if it's that important to you but i i have dated girls that did shit like that all the time and like in my head i just have a bad taste because i know where that leads because it's the phone out all the time taking pictures for everything documenting everything i'm somebody who doesn't post anything on social media like i'm very not interested in being online and sharing my life with other people. Mm. Um, so, to, and I dated someone who was like an Instagram model, and all they ever did was take pictures. So, I, it's just I have an awful taste of it in my mouth. Like, I don't want to be around somebody who's constantly glued to their phone like that. Mm-hmm. So, if they're constantly glued to the phone first date, there's no second date. They'd have to be pretty hot, most likely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, also, it doesn't really apply anymore because of cars and. Um, 
uh, remotes that open the doors for you. Yeah. But back in the day when I was a little bit younger uh, and my car didn't have a remote and you had to actually use a key to open a door for someone, what I what I thought was always a great indicator of of a person's uh, what's the word character character yeah, yeah. I know what you're gonna say and I agree with you a hundred percent but yes. go ahead so when you go to open the door for the girl or or whoever is your date and you let them in the car once they get in you got to walk back around to your side but your door side is still locked yeah if they if they <laughs> don't reach over. yeah they need it's to reach a, over and test. open the door it's yeah a it's a test. Yeah. If they open the door, it's a good person. If they sit there and like are checking their makeup and you have to open the door yourself once you get then get rid of them. Yeah, well, what's cool too, like if a if you're dating a girl and it's early days and she happens to be driving, she's if she does that move, like opens the door for you and reciprocates. Or holds that the door way. for you yeah. going into the restaurant yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where you take turns doing nice gestures to each other. You know what really really warms my heart is uh porn when I- on a <laughs> desk, uh, phone it's uh- pornography. Yeah. Uh no, it's when um Matt or any a couple of different guys I've dated have done this. We'd be walking down the street together and they would switch spots with me so they were closer to the oncoming traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I do that with my kids. Yeah, I don't remember uh, if I've done that with women. It's been so long that I was on a date. I don't even know. It's very sweet. Probably did. Very gallant. I always, um, whenever I'm crossing a street, I always, or even driving a car in a passenger seat, when I if I have to brake suddenly, my arm naturally goes to the right to like hold the person back so they don't kind of go forward. Mm-hmm. I always do things like that. That's nice. That's nice. That's going to make up for the pornography on your... Make up for the porn on the Do they ever think that you're just trying to grab their tits? (laughs) I don't go for the tits. It's more on the stomach. Sorry. Hang on. Whoa. Sorry. I just caught the feel. I was breaking quickly. I didn't know if you were ready for that. Oh, I thought the bus was not going to stop at the light. I just put my arm out. (laughs) You know what's also nice? What's Um, that? On the date whatever the date is i am always happy to pay and i'm always like i always want to pay mm-hmm. it is nice though it, like it's i i don't want to say nice. what's the word it's like if if the person expects that you're just going to take take the bill yeah you know if like they they're they're busy like just looking off into space when the waiter comes by at least like you can fake kind of like Oh, let me get purse. half or, oh, yeah. And no, no, I, offer. I got it. Like, don't worry. But, like, yeah. just pretend like you mm. kind of, like, you, or you're appreciative of the fact that I'm about to do this. Oh, like, my God. Anyone who doesn't do that is, I, I don't think they're worth the date. What if? Because I think it really showcases that you are an independent woman who's got her shit together. Sure. That you're going to whip out your wallet. Like, yeah, it's it's very attractive that you that, that you are that confident and independent. You can take care of yourself. But like, I'm happy to do this. I don't want you to. I'll do it. But mm. it's, it's the ones that are like, I'm looking at my phone now while you take care of it. Because I expect you to pay for yeah. this. Can't but imagine. Don't you kind of feel like whoever asked, like whoever asked the person out, initiated, that they should take the first one? And then maybe, like, would you let a woman say, um... Okay, uh, why don't I get the next one? Because they're already hinting at a second date. You get this one, I'll get the next one. Would yeah. that? Would you be okay with that if they paid for the next one? I mean, that's fine if they say that. I would generally, you know, cover it still. I would find a way to pay for the second one and the third one until I kind of built a relationship with her. Then I might. Let, then I'd be like, yeah, sure, you want this one, got sure, this one. Yeah. But the first few, like, I will always. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I guess it's. 
I don't know what it is. It's just ingrained in me from like, that's how I've been You're doing old it. School. It's yeah. old timey Bundes. Yeah, it's old timey Bundes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I dig it. Yeah. Did, uh, do you, like when you go out, cause mm-hmm. my, this is my wife. We share our money, right? We have like a joint account. Our paychecks end up in the same account. Our visa is a joint visa, but she prefers if I pay when we're out for dinner, almost like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, like even though if she put her card down, it's, it's the same, it's the same. you mm-hmm. know, when I go to pay that visa bill every month, it's going to be there. No, regardless right. of who cares. but I just think that there's a certain uh, aspect of that old school mentality that she just prefers if I pay because of the perception of it too, yeah. you know? Yeah. The perception to everybody else in the restaurant, to the waiter or the server that's, you know, serving you. And even to her in that moment, she feels like she's being treated, you know? Yeah. Like she's, yeah. You know, yeah. So I totally get that. You know, I'm like, I'm taking more of your paycheck for my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do when you go out for dinner, Maura? Because you and Matt, you don't joint, uh, you guys are like separate finances, right? So do you take turns paying for stuff? How does that even work? Oh my God. And you guys go out for dinner a lot when it's not a pandemic. Like every week you're going out for nice dinners usually. Yeah. Um... You know, how do we handle that? Like, it's usually back and forth. Okay. Uh, It depends on, uh, you know, Matt runs our family business, so it depends on how the business is doing. Lately, we don't don't have uh, Matt put much on on his credit card because it's covering so much of the business, and we're just not, you know, making as much as we normally would. Um, But when things are good? When things are good, I would say Matt probably wants to throw the card down, even if it's my card. Okay. Um, Just because of the same thing you're saying with Deb. But I try to break that stereotype down because, you know, we got to, it's equal. It's equality. I don't, I don't necessarily feel, I love paying for things. I love feeling like a strong, independent woman, you know, I love mm-hmm. drop it. Okay. I'm throwing, I'm throwing a card down as I'm saying this, you know, with my hand. I, I like that. I, I feel like, like I'm trying to remember, cause we used to go out for dinner every now and then. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, say almost every five or six weeks, whether we were before a function or something. What did we used to do? Would we trade off like taking turns buying dinner or would we, would we just go 50, 50 and throw both cards in? I think we'd take turns. I think we'd take yeah, turns paying I feel like a few it. times I may have paid and then you may have paid after. I don't know. Anyway. Back and forth. I mean, friends. Who cares, right? Usually. Yeah, you're huh. the one that's buying all the weird alcohol and the stupid, uh, what are those stupid, things? Stupid, oh, it's called Escargo. Escargo, yeah. Like, the first time you ever had Escargo was with me. Yeah. First time I ever ate bone marrow was, was with, with me. Mora. And to this day, it makes <laughs> me want to vomit yeah. thinking about what I ate. We always oh. force each other to eat these weird things. Escargo is not weird. Yes, that's it like is. That's like at the keg. Uh, bone know, marrow the, isn't weird. That's in Osabuco. Okay, Look, guys, they're both weird. <laughs> No, no. Escargo, if it's on the menu at the keg, it's not weird. Yeah, guess what? I'm sure bone marrow is on no, the menu at the keg with the bone-in steak. Not served with a bone cut in half, and then you scoop it out. Literally, it's like a... It's it looks, called canoed. It's like a canoed A canoe bone. of bone marrow. I was at a restaurant, and they told us they poured bourbon down the bone canoe, and we had to drink it out of the bone. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you know what's funny? So this, is, this is a pet peeve of mine. When the guy came around with the bottle of bourbon yeah. to the table, and he's like, do you guys want to do a bourbon shooter through the bone? We're like, all right. It seemed complimentary. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, you were just trying to let, let you just improve the experience, he right? He charged us 
for the bourbon shots. More, nothing's free in this life. Yeah. If I came around to the table with a bottle of bourbon, I'm already holding it. And I'm like, do you guys want to do a shot through that bone marrow? Then I would not charge them for yeah, that. Yeah, I that's, agree with you. That's I, the equivalent of the, of the shooter girl in the nightclub. No, it isn't. Not if it's somebody who's like high up in the restaurant. Yeah, if I would. Someone high, you know, you go to a nice restaurant every now and then. Uh, the, maybe the owner or the person who's running it yes. will come by and they'll be like, "Hey, we just wanted you to try some of these apps," and you'd be like, "Oh, thanks." They yes. might bring one thing for each person at the table, like yes. a little Christine thing. Imagine getting that on your bill at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be like so one of fucked my, up, right? Yeah, one of my favorite restaurant tours was this guy in um, Kensington Market. He had this restaurant called La Palette. It's on Queen Street West now. And one of his things was he always had a bottle behind the bar that he would do shooters with. It was like a nice aperitif and you could, he would always complimentary come around and be like, here, you guys go have a little shot on me. And that's something that we do at our bar too. Oftentimes we, we want to treat people that to that kind of experience. But then when you go somewhere and it, it was actually a sales tactic, you know? Yeah. Like, Fuck that. That put it on the bill. It's different if a you know a shooter girl's walking around with thirty shots on a tray and she's like, "You want some? You know yeah, you're paying, you're paying for, it. for it." Yeah, yeah. But if someone's trying to improve your experience, and it does improve your experience, I, I mean, don't and it ever... costs you. It probably costs you hardly anything to do that, yeah. and the impression it leaves with someone is yes. well worth the two dollars you spent on that alcohol. Yes, it is. It you is. Know? And I've noticed that when I go to restaurants, I try to think about what I what takeaway I had that I really enjoyed and try to implement it at at our place. But um yeah, there's some sneaky things restaurant owners do too that piss me off like that. That was that was a money grab. Like give me a break, guys. Yeah, what was the name of that place? I'm not gonna tell you. Do you know the name of it? Yeah. Okay. There's not many places with with bone marrow on the menu. Oh, is it that place? (laughs) Place we were at? I don't remember. Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. Canude bone marrow. If they come around. It's an animal bone cut in half with the marrow inside that you scoop out. It looks like mucus. And the bourbon isn't free and after. The bourbon isn't free after. <laughs> uh, don't go anywhere. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. The Tucker and Moral Podcast. Always appreciate you checking it out. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My morning was a bit wild to start. Wild? Yeah. 
What happened? I would be terrible if there was ever like a real zombie apocalypse or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is how my morning started after I kind of do my regular routine. I open the front door of my place. I step outside. First thing I see, some dude walking up my street. Mm-hmm. It's like almost right in front of my house. Mm-hmm. He's got a dog with him, but he's also walking with a cutoff goalie stick. <laughs> so goalie stick, you got the shaft, and then it starts getting a little fatter where it gets down closer to the blade. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's cut off at about, I don't know, like eight inches uh, into the fat part of the stick. Mm-hmm. Almost looks like a paddle, but more of a weapon, you know? Yeah. I see that, and I'm like, I immediately think, I'm living in the walking dead right now. Yeah. And uh, can you put my computer up there, Bundes? And um, and so that's fine. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if he's got that, like, to scare away uh, coyotes, something like that. <laughs> Seems to be a lot of them these days. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then I start walking towards my car. I park on the street. I'm parked around the corner, down the street a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking down, and I just sort of, like, turn around behind me to see, <laughs> like, where dude is with the cutoff goalie stick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's a dude on a bike, and he's coming right at me. <laughs> I'm not joking. Are you sure he's coming right at you? He's coming right at me. He's like, on. he's on a bicycle, but it's like a pretty thick bicycle. You know the ones that have the higher handlebars, almost oh, like it's meant nice. to be for people who want to go cruising, it's like, like a chopper, a mo- like a chopper, it's like a chopper bicycle. Yeah, I love those. Dude's Low wearing rider. like a <laughs> tank top and shorts, and he's like coming right at me because I tend to walk on the road just a a few feet in because uh, if I walk on the sidewalk, I tend to run into raccoons and other animals, so I like to have a little space. You're afraid no matter where you go. You well, got the raccoons. I got, if I, seriously, I, I had already heard noises and raccoons fighting and doing stuff. So I'm, I literally just usually walk on the street because there's some bushes and some garbage bins and things so like that. Dude's that, coming up the street. Dude's coming down the street the wrong way. Ooh. I live on a one-way street. He's coming right at me. <laughs> and then I, so I kind of move out of the way and he comes at me again. Oh. He redirects his bike at me. Yes. And then He's coming straight why, for you. Why are you excited by this? Why are you cheering him on? You're like, yes. If this happened to you, it would have freaked you out. No, I just, you're so easily spooked. So it's just funny yeah. that he realigned his wheel to yeah. be in line with you when you stepped out of the way. This yeah. is great. Okay, so then what happened? And then just before he's like, <laughs> I'm like literally now feel like a matador with a bull coming oh, at okay, me. okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I kind of dodge out of the way and this guy lets out this little wee. Like he's, I think, out of his mind stone or something. He was toying with you. But he was messing with me. Yeah. 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 And nice. then I continued down the street. <laughs> And I was just thinking to myself, man, if only I had a cut-off goalie stick, I could have taken a swing at the guy. Knocked him clean off that bike and wiped that grin right off his face. Why did you just stick your arm out, like, and clothesline him you right off the bike? You could have clotheslined him. Look, like, what do you think Tucker's I Tucker's mean? arm would have ripped out of its socket. Have you seen me? <laughs> it would have clean ripped right off. 
clothesline him. Please. Right? <laughs> Can't do that. I'm not you, Bundus. Bundus, you would have probably clocked this guy. Yeah. He came right at me. Like, I was uh, pissed. And then I I thought about going after him in my car. Not that I'm going to, like, hit the guy or anything, but just, like, freak him out a little bit. But I would required that I uh, that I would have gone down the, a the one-way, one-way street, street the, the wrong way, way. in can't a car. That, I yeah. can't do that. Can't so. break the rules. Yeah. Just let so, it go. Let it go. Yeah. Then I got down a couple of blocks down another street, and then I came back where my street goes to two ways from one way, thinking I might see him there. Didn't, didn't see him. <laughs> Maybe it was a test to see if you were strong enough to become a member of their Walking Dead. Uh, Gang. Yes, I failed that. You failed test. it, man. Oh, We're down in flames. God, I hate getting scared. Four twenty in the morning. Jesus, what's wrong with people? That's why you should carry a baseball bat in your oh, truck. Oh God, I I wish I, I well, I'm gonna carry one when I walk outside my house now. They say. But what am I gonna do? I'm gonna clock this guy, and now what? Now what do I do? I gotta beat him down until he can't move? No, like, no, 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 no. You just have to send a message of... Yeah, well, he could die. <laughs> no, no, but I'm not talking about you actually getting physical with him. Oh. I'm... He chose you for a reason, you know? He thought, look at this guy. <laughs> nah, he was coming... I live... It's a hill. He was coming pretty quick, and he was just... Yeah, but he went for you because he knew... that I was there, and then he's he like, oh, here's a guy. Let me mess with this guy. Yeah, yeah, you have to give off the vibe that there's no messing with you from the get-go. Mm, and uh, how do you do that? Well... You carry a bat. No, you... Or a hockey stick that's been cut off. You clench your fists... Because I used to have an apartment that was in a bit of a Mm -hmm. difficult neighborhood at times. And I used to feel threatened going in and out of the building. And then I read that you should clench your fists and just just have them low or whatever. But let them be clenched. And it gives off a vibe of don't mess with this person. You don't have to use them. It's just the stance has changed. Yeah, I would agree with Maura. I I probably would have turned around, stopped. And like puffed up my chest and my fist ready. Like I'm telling let him you, come you at wouldn't me. have even had time. Like when I saw this guy, he was probably only 20 feet away from me going fast on a bike. And he was angling in at you? Yeah. Came in and like swerved towards me. Yeah, you should have yeah, hit him. It, it, happens him. A, it happens in a second. <laughs> it happens like literally in a second. I'm going to tackle a guy on a bike. Yeah, or throw your elbow that up. Bike, like, it was a big bike. It was like a cruising Big yeah, handlebar sure, but you're bike. Tall, I gotta assume you're taller than it standing up. No, right? I don't even know if I was. It was. I, it, I'm telling you, it was like this big. It wasn't like a little BMX. Yeah, or it was something. like one of those chopper bikes. Micah said you should have stuck a stick in, his in between the spokes. Yeah. So it, let me pause. <laughs> should have put my... a banana peel down on the ground. Through <laughs> yeah. a couple of turtle uh, shells, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I could not pause time. And then evaluate the situation and then go back to my house, find some sort of stick that would work, and then re-press uh, play and throw it into the wheel. Hmm. It, uh, you know, it happened so quick, it but it just so pissed me off. Well, I, I just don't get why someone would do that other than to mess with people. And, and well, if you're the kind probably... of person, but if you're the kind of person that wants to mess with somebody, I, got, uh, I hope, there, I hope there's uh, something called karma. And I hope that guy, as he went down the street, his wheel fell off his bike, <laughs> and he fell off, and then he skidded along the pavement oh. and gave himself a good case of road rash along his whole body. <laughs> then, 
<laughs> oh, then something else then happened. An eighteen-wheeler <laughs> came and drove right over him. No, just his foot. Just his just foot. foot? Okay. Clawfoot yeah, yeah, yeah. for life, funness. Not you a clawfoot. Shattered yep. foot, so he can't ride that bike again. <laughs> I get mad at stuff like that. Oh, I don't get people like that. You're so funny. Mm. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up in some kind of costume. I know where you live, more. I'm gonna scare you in the morning, and then see if you'll be laughing. Well, uh-huh. it takes a lot to scare me, man. I'm getting uh, pictures that John's sending lots of pictures of uh, Jason with a mask and running yeah. around with a knife. Jackie said, "What about nunchucks?" <laughs> if I hadn't looked behind me, I wonder what would have happened. Mm. If I hadn't seen he him He was coming. coming behind you. Yeah. Interesting. I'm walking this way. He's coming behind me. I happen to look over my shoulder just to see where cutoff goalie stick guy went to. You know, to make sure he didn't turn around. And then I thought it was goalie stick guy turned around and was, at first I thought he was running at me. But then I realized it's another dude on a bike. And then I was, you know, dodged him essentially. And then he went by me. It's like one event after another. Chances are. If you didn't look behind you, he would he wouldn't have hit you. He probably he just, just would have came gone. really close to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, chances would that are. have been better? I don't. I don't think so. No, it, like would you have would scared the crap out of you for me. sure, for sure. Yeah. But what wow. made it worse was that you looked at him and then you and got out like, of the way, and, and then, then he like, knew oh, that you were on. scared. Yeah, this is on. Yeah. Yeah. Became like the bull. Oh, I was the uh, the matador. You needed the little. He cake. was the bull. I don't know. Bull. Yeah, maybe. What what a scare you had. What a scare. I'm glad you guys all have a good laugh at my expense. <laughs> uh, oh. Gotta start carrying that bat from the from the house to the car into the car I back know. to the house. Yeah, I might have to. Might just walk with a bat. Jay says, it. Tucker, it's time to move to a gated community. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have to feel threatened in my own neighborhood, you know? I know. Anyway. I made it here. I think he just was showing off his I'm bike. To, right? I might have to go home sick. You guys are making me feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story, though. Thank you for that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Glad, yeah, <laughs> glad you enjoyed it. I don't it. know what the guy with the hockey stick leading up to it had to do with anything. Just well, that just he it, had the perfect weapon. It threw me off that there was a guy walking with essentially this big long weapon. Uh huh. And then. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think a lot of it other than, you know, he's walking his dog and maybe he's just at night. You got to be extra careful maybe, yeah. because of coyotes and things and other animals. Who you know? knows? Might yeah. be a stick he uses to fight. Even when you walk a dog at four in the morning, mm-hmm. who knows what you're going to run into. Mm-hmm. And it was just because of that guy and I'm me looking over to see, oh, I make sure he wasn't like turning around and wanted to use that stick on me. Just that, <laughs> you know, ha- you know, be aware of your surroundings. They tell you that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom guy on a bike maybe the hockey stick guy has come across bike guy in the past and oh. he knew that at his 4 a.m dog walk he might run into bike guy again and mm. he, he had the hockey stick there to clothesline bike guy just in case i will tell you though i would be terrible in a zombie apocalypse just <laughs> how easily i could get rattled <laughs> Couldn't imagine what it'd be like if there were 30 zombies all of a sudden when I turn around and they're all coming at me. Yeah, you're going to need to ask that bike guy for a ride. You're going to be like, double me, please. Let me on the back. Yeah.
I don't know if you noticed, Maura, but Bundes is walking around with a different kind of limp today. He started to tell me what happened. I'm like, hang on, you got to tell us, uh, you got to tell Maura on the air, you got to tell everybody on the air Uh-oh. what you did. Sex injury. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, yeah. I wish. This is like, it's kind of everyone who does this worst nightmare. Oh. I was working out last night in the condo. I finished my set and I put the dumbbells down, but in order to put them down, it's it's an easier drop if I lay the dumbbell down vertically mm-hmm. instead of horizontally. It's like an, it's it's not as far down, right? I don't have to extend my arms as far. So I left them kind of like the dumbbell standing. The straight. tower of weights. The tower of weights, essentially, yes. And then, you know, after you finish set, you kind of get up and you look in the mirror. And yeah. You, look, you know, how does it look? How does it look? It's oh. all good. Get pump on. Oh, baby. Yeah. I was just standing there and it wasn't moving my foot or anything. And all of a sudden, the dumbbell just decided to topple over. <laughs> And it landed on my foot, like on my toes. The claw foot? It it wasn't the claw foot, it was the other foot. So now I got two bummed legs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it'd be better if it hit the claw foot, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's already a dead foot. (laughs) It might have woken it up a bit. (laughs) Maybe the claw foot, yeah. (laughs) Might have snapped it back into place. (laughs) And do you know what the craziest part was? My initial reaction was looking at the air and talking to like a ghost. It was just the sense of like there was no way that that weight could have fallen over. Like it was just by itself. I wasn't. No. Like I, it's not like I kicked it to knock the weight over <laughs> and it was standing up straight for a good, you know, two minutes before it decided to topple over. Like it's not like I put it down funny and two seconds later it fell over. <laughs> It just felt like somebody was playing a trick on you. Yeah, the ghost wanted you to stop staring at yourself in the mirror. This vain guy. Look at this douchebag. He's checking out himself in the mirror. Won't he be shocked when I just get this towered weight a little push over? Uh, it makes me want to believe in ghosts so bad it, just to know who a ghost <laughs> thought that you needed a little uh, life lesson there. It was super weird, man, because like I, I had prior to working out, I had watched this uh, like presentation on narcissism and different uh, the philosophical thought behind it. <laughs> oh, doesn't this guy think he's so smart? <laughs> you know what will knock some sense into him when I knock that weight over on his <laughs> Louie wants to know how heavy the weight was. It was a 45 pounder. Oh! Nothing crazy, but it was heavy enough to hurt the toe. <laughs> 45 pounds will look great on that good foot of this douchebag. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Jen sent us a hashtag. Yeah. She says, Ghost of girlfriends past. Baby. <laughs> Baby. Ooh, remember me, Bundes? I'm the one you said that you will be with me forever. Ooh, I guess what? You changed your mind now. Ooh, I'm going to make you pay. Well, we're glad you're okay. Just what you need. Another limp, right? (laughs) Another limp. Let's talk around, Maura. One of my favorite things is when people who do television news 
try and ad lib and do a little uh, jazzing with each other. Because they're used to the teleprompter, yeah. right? Yeah, like normally TV news, if you can read, look good while you're reading and stare at the camera, that's great. But yeah. if you want to know, you know, the good ones versus the hacks, it's when they're doing the little chat skis in between <laughs> like the news stories yes. if they have that kind of show. <laughs> totally. Uh, there was this story, a woman in Las Vegas broke a world record by using her thighs to crush three watermelons in less than eight seconds. Do I, I, this is what it sounded like when she was crushing the uh, watermelons. I mean, it's I mean, this pretty is visual. Am, it's amazing, though. Yeah. <laughs> Big watermelons. She's just crushing them just with the power of her thighs. <laughs> Very exciting stuff, right? Okay. That's amazing. My favorite part of this story was when I was grabbing the audio for the watermelon crushing, I just happened to listen to the full news report. This is from like an ABC News affiliate in the United States. Okay. And then they they start doing the little uh, banter back and forth about the whole situation. Oh, she's so beautiful inside and out. Women-owned businesses and nonprofits will be able to host free community fitness and wellness classes inside as well as self-defense classes and Brie I've actually met Courtney uh, well you? interviewed her for a story and she is just oh I'm jealous person. I was like I need to meet this woman again yes like you said she's beautiful and that was <laughs> like as soon as they went off the teleprompter you could hear it happen <laughs> as soon as they started to get like real yeah, with yeah. the story oh yeah it just fell off the rails self-defense classes and Brie I've actually met Courtney uh, well you? interviewed her she is just oh I'm jealous I was like I need to meet this woman again (laughs) yes like you said she's beautiful and that was truly amazing (laughs) I mean how I don't understand I was like oh my gosh now that just motivated me to no, I, I wish I could say I was going to the gym tomorrow to start oh, doing that. Absolutely. But I probably won't. Sunday oh 104. Okay, I don't even know the what script. they're saying. I don't even think she knows what she's saying in that instance. I mean, how? I don't I, understand. I was like, oh my gosh. Now that just motivated me to... No, I, I no. wish I could say I, was going, oh, I have no idea. He's so lucky. Oh, I'm jealous. I was like, I need to meet this woman. <laughs> it sounds like drunk people, you know, who are making sense. That's it. They were off script, and then it's like, right, okay, get back to the teleprompter. Get out. Pull the shoot. Pull the shoot. Uh, anyway, if you, you ever wanted to know the difference between the good broadcasters and the bad ones on TV, it's the ones that can actually pull off the ad lib when yes. they break from the screen. Jeff Bezos just won the billionaire space race, my friends, against Elon Musk and Richard Branson. He's going to space and he's taken his brother Mark with him, which is apparently one of his closest friends. It's going to be a part of the very first civilian crew to fly to space aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard rocket. It's going to launch July 20th. It's a big deal for me. I invited my brother to come on this first flight because we're closest friends. I really want you to come with me. Would you? Are you serious? I am. I think it would be meaningful. Seriously? If you're willing. You know, if I were the brother, I would be like, no, I'll go on the second one. (laughs) That way, when Jeff Bezos blows up in the sky in this first, you know, trip, Uh. he gets all the cash. Why Why on earth would you be one of the first or the first to go up there when you are the richest person on the planet? Mm-hmm. He has so much to live for. 
to put all that at risk? Mm-hmm. Give me a break. He must be very confident, Tucker, and he's throwing his brother in there, too. I guess he's super confident. By the way, there's another seat that they're auctioning off on in this capsule. The highest bid is at $3.5 million U.S. The auction closes on Saturday. So the whole time... Jeff's trying to have this amazing space experience. There's going to be this random person on the flight being like, hey, guys, uh, <laughs> yeah, I brought my resume along. Uh. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, uh, Jeff, that uh, when we get down from here, it'd be great to uh, hang out with you and your brother and stuff. I know we just met and everything, but uh, love to see you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some schmo sit next to you? Hey, Jeff, did I ever tell you? I, I have a little sailboat in Ontario, Canada, and uh, if you ever want to learn to sail, I'd be happy to teach you a few things, you know. Maybe it'll help you when you're building your super yacht, you know. I got a couple of tips. Yeah. For real. This dude might not shut up. Hey, Jeff, uh... <laughs> Can I get your personal number just so I can text you after? I promise I won't abuse it. Yeah. Selfie, Jeff. Selfie. Can we get a selfie here? I'm just going to text this down to my wife. She's never going to believe I'm on a spaceship with Jeff Bezos right now. I can't believe they're going to let a random on. The whole thing sounds like a terrible idea, honestly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. So the entire mission is not going to play out for very long. Basically, the rocket is going to launch. It's going to carry the crew capsule uh, 100 kilometers past the the Carmen line. And then the capsule will hang out there for about 10 minutes. It'll fall back to Earth, parachutes, and they say it'll be a very gentle landing in the Texas desert. Oh, it's a pretty short trip, eh, Jeff? I thought we'd have more time to get to know each other. I did mention that I know how to sail, right? I know you're building that super yacht that's like a giant sailboat. Just in case you needed someone, you know, to hang out with on it and help sail it, you know, you could text me. Did I give you my number? I think you said you were going to text me your number. Did you do that yet? It's Tucker and Mora. Just looking at a list of things that are perfectly legal, but they should be illegal. TV shows with smoke detectors going off. You could say the same about like sirens and stuff like that. Mm. Well, because it just makes you think that your smoke detector is going off. Yeah, you don't like playing a siren on our show, even if it's like we're doing a story where. Yeah, we were. We that came up recently. I'm like, we can't play a siren. There's mm-hmm. nothing more annoying than being in your car <laughs> and hearing a commercial or something where there's a siren in the background. Yes. And then you start looking in your mirrors. Where's it? Oh, hey, hang on. Where oh, are we going? It's you know? coming from the radio. S- yeah. 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 Super yeah. annoying. We don't do that. I don't think any one of us would disagree with this. These are items that are legal, but should be entirely illegal. Mm-hmm. Food companies basing their calorie counts or the, you know, nutritional information based on ridiculously small serving sizes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 totally. It and, should be, if it's a chocolate bar, it should be the whole thing. Yeah. Because you know I'm going to eat the whole damn thing. Yeah. You know, the example they bring up, a package of ramen noodles is actually two servings in that package. Mm-hmm. What, you're going to break it in half, all those crusty hard noodles, and then dole out half the powder that they give you? You're never going to do that. No. But then again, you could make it all 
only eat half of it, put the rest in a Tupperware container, I guess. Oh, yeah. You're going to do that? (laughs) Or am I going to shovel it into my mouth hole? College professors uh, forcing you to buy a book they wrote. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That should be illegal. Yeah. I don't know what it's like at university now. Are people still buying books or is everything online? Is everything like an e-version of a textbook? That's a really good question. Remember buying those big, stupid textbooks? They look great on your, you know, your in your Zoom background though. Now, yeah, they right? do. <laughs> yeah. They do. All the textbooks up there. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's another thing that's legal but should be illegal is when they have like um, the size of the X button on pop up ads. Mm-hmm. The small ones, mm-hmm. you know, they, and, or sometimes they have the one that tricks you into thinking it's the X, but it's, it's not the not, real X. Yeah. There's almost like some dead space and then an X in the top right over uh. there. And then you click the fake one and then boom, <laughs> adware city. <laughs> yes, yeah. that should definitely be illegal. Okay. Last one here on this list is uh, socks that fit an insanely wide range of feet. So you go buy new socks and it's for sizes 6 to 12. There's no way someone with a size 6 or a size 12 is going to love it, but you're just stuck. You're, you're, stuck you're somewhere in that you're category. Seven? You're screwed. Fits human beings, it should just say. And it's either going to be a little baggy or a little tight, depending. We are getting a lot of text messages right now, Tucker, about textbooks for school. Like, we're wondering if you still have to buy them or can you just get them online? Maddie says, I'm in nursing school. I had to spend $1,300 on textbooks this year. Yeah. Courtney says, I go to uh, Laurier, fourth year student. I still have a ton of textbooks to buy. It is brutal. Do you still hold on to all your psych uh, textbooks, Bundes? They're somewhere at my parents' house. You uh, don't have the bookshelf showing how smart you are for when you bring the ladies home and be like, oh, <laughs> oh. you were a psychology major, were you? Uh, no, no, no. My bookshelf has a couple model cars on it and uh, a little figurine of Batman. <laughs> You're like an You're kidding eight-year-old. Bundes, <laughs> really? where is, where's the smoke and mirrors, man? Yeah, it's I, I have this one little bookshelf, and it's just got a bunch of like random trinkets on it. What kind of cars are they? Oh, there's like a 911 Turbo. There's a Corvette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you put it together yourself? With no, the, glue these were like these are the stickers on. No, these are like the expensive metal ones that you. Oh, ah. the expensive toys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think you would at least have some sort of Greek god statue. I do. I do. Oh, no, I nailed yeah. it. I nailed it. Greek have, god. Uh, oh, it's not a Greek god. It's the. Uh, it's like a Spartan helmet, like a Corinth helmet. Could you put it on? Does it? Is it uh, no. adult size? No, no, no. What section in Toys R Us did you buy that? Was there the adult toy section? <laughs> it was. Uh, it was ordered from Europe by by somebody who does metal work. Yeah. Okay. Oh. It's not a toy. It's not <laughs> a toy. Don't a toy. touch it. Don't play it's never with a toy. it. Don't it's never play a with toy. it. The Batman figurine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, not a toy. That that is a toy. Oh, that, that's a toy. That is uh, that is Batman, the animated series Batman. I got that. I don't know when I was like five or six. It was like a childhood toy, and I just you know. Is that blue Batman outfit blue or Batman outfit? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like hiding in the back there. And then like I have every GQ magazine back to like 2010. I kind of like vintage magazines, although those aren't super old. But like in 20 years, they're going to be really funny to look at if you keep them. Yeah, I just thought it would be kind of interesting to see, to look back on the styles, you know, just like how, mm-hmm. how fashion has evolved over, over When's time. When's the last time you did that? You pulled out an old GQ. 
I always look at them. I oh, like every time I'm looking for like uh, an outfit to wear, just yeah. pick up a GQ. I'll start flipping through it. Oh, yeah. It's either that or you wear your Batman outfit <laughs> and your other godlike helmet there. <laughs> Bronze helmet. Then I have uh, the Route 66 sign, which I uh, bought when I made it to the end of Route 66 on a little road trip. Mm. There's a neon Corvette sign. I feel like I'm in the apartment right now and you're just pointing all these things out and Tucker is so unimpressed. It, it, there's this little bit of joy that every time I look at that stupid little bookshelf and I see that little Batman there, or I see that that Corvette <laughs> model that I bought when I was eight years old. I'm like, I feel like a kid again, you know? Yeah, yeah. you'll never be allowed to have that in your bedroom if I, you move in with a woman. So enjoy it while it lasts. It. <laughs> yeah. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.